I don't know about you, but I love it when I hear myself saying catchphrases. You know, those little statements or sayings that get you through the day. Uh, for example, here's one. You can start your day over at any time. <laughs> that has actually helped me a lot of, of late because when stuff happens, sometimes I need a fresh start. Let's take a look at some additional guidepost statements or catchphrases that can help you with both your acting and your acting career on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. This is Casting Actors Cast, the podcast video for actors in the business of show. Casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach brings you insights and inspiration to help make a difference in your acting and your acting career. Here's your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello. And welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you? Gosh, I hope you're having a good day. I'm having an excellent day. Uh, let me just first say thank you so much for tuning in. It's really great to have you here. We are a whole group of like-minded individuals. We're up to 75,000 downloads of the podcast. I could not be more thrilled and delighted. And so that's why I'm putting together kind of a fun, hopefully a fun podcast for you today. Please do yourself a favor. Help me out. Help you out. Go to Casting Actors Cast alloneword.com. That's a website where you're going to find all kinds of cool information. You can find classes that I will be teaching at. You can also find and get some freebies on the website. Simply go to castingactorscast.com. Fill in that form that says dive into the talent pool. That just gives me your name and your email address. I promise you, I don't spam you. I don't do anything with that other than an occasional email about an upcoming episode. So I would love to have that information. If you do that, that's going to open up some freebies. One is a book that I wrote called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors, 100-page PDF book all about doing voice work. The second is a free video, Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. But guess what? I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video. Also, there's Jeff's Jots. That's a place on the website where you can download a one-page, usually it's one page, a one-page PDF of the episode. So these are corresponding show notes with each of the podcast episodes. If you could leave a like, a share, if you could review, especially on iTunes, that would be so helpful. I would appreciate that so much. Also, we're on YouTube. Um, we don't have a lot of YouTube viewers, so it'd be really great to have you come in and see me simulcast the podcast on YouTube. That would be great to have you there as well. You could subscribe. So anytime a new episode is released, you're going to get a notification. All an effort to get you to feel more connected with information that's going to hopefully make you feel more confident and more comfortable in this weird time we're in, in the business of show. All right. Finally, my shout out to my friends at Actors Connection. We have a mutual uh, advertising uh, shake hands agreement, which is that I promote Actors Connection. It's all online right now. Um, these are classes, workshops, intensives. Just go to actorsconnection.com slash New York. Hello to my friends, Colleen and Tony. All right. I think that's it for all of the shout outs and all of the shameless 
<laughs> self-promotional stuff. So here are some catchphrases for actors and for acting careers. These are little phrases that I've gathered over the years that I've actually used not only for acting, but for all kinds of life stuff. So I want to kind of just go through these and some of them don't really need any kind of explanation whatsoever. And then others, I kind of want to let you know how you might find any of these little taglines, these little catchphrases useful. This first one, I have to say, just was so useful for me today. Um, I happen to, a little point of personal privilege here, I happen to live in a very nice, I'm so grateful, I live in a very, very nice home with that. And we live in a condominium, and it overlooks the city. We have one of those fantastic views of Manhattan. And also part of the condominium complex, there is a grocery store inside. And I went down to get some bananas. We needed some bananas. So after my morning walk, my morning workout, I decided to go in and get some bananas. And the guy behind the counter I've seen on occasion, he's just a really nice gentleman. We haven't had any kind of social interaction at all other than a guy behind the counter and me buying something. And you know what was so interesting is that he just kind of looked at me and stared at me like I was some kind of a celebrity. I mean, it was like he was so like happy that I was there. He was looking at me as if I was like a very, I don't know, well-known, <laughs> famous uh, person. And it was, it sounds weird to me because I'm getting my ego stroked by telling you this story because it was just, he was just being so genuine about it. And I was like kind of taken aback. And so I just thought about that. And I thought, you know what? What if more of us could treat others that way. And so the very first catchphrase that I'm starting today, and I'm going to really try and do this on a regular basis, and that is treat everyone like a celebrity. You can make real connections with others when you make them a celebrity in your life. Not that you're going to goo over them. Now, listen, I work with actors, well-known actors. I know a lot of well-known actors in my work as a casting director. And I don't get mushy, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I get so enamored of having an interaction with somebody who happens to be very well-known or very well-respected or really super talented. It is kind of intimidating sometimes. But I'm not talking about that kind of intimidation. I'm just talking about genuinely connecting with somebody as if they were very special people. I want you to try that. I really would love to hear back from you if you've tried that. If you treat somebody else like they're a celebrity, how do you feel? But how do you make them feel? I'd love for you to give me some feedback on that first catchphrase, treat everybody like a celebrity. Uh, this next one uh, doesn't need a lot of explanation, but I used to have this poster, and it was a poster that I had in a in a previous life as in my apartment when I was acting, and I both loved and hated this phrase, but it really did say something to me at the time. It doesn't quite have the impact it does now, but here's the here's the poster phrase that I remembered: "It's not enough to be good when you dream of being great." It's not enough to be good when you dream of being great. See, I always felt as an actor that I had to try my very, very best to do the very, very best work that I could. 
and I just couldn't stand the idea of just being a good actor. I had this inner drive to be a great actor. And you know what? There's a lot of pain involved when you set yourself up like that. <laughs> Let me just tell you, even though I think it's an interesting catchphrase, because if you take it in the right way, it really does help you strive to be the best you can be. On the other hand, it does point to a level of frustration. So be careful with that phrase. I wouldn't use it on a regular basis, but I think it is definitely something to contemplate. Here's another phrase that I love a lot. I share this phrase with a lot of people in my life, and I tell them, I look at them straight in the eyes and say, some days, all you need to do is show up. You know, many people, especially now with all that we've been through, all that we're dealing with, with COVID and these horrible, horrible mass shootings that we're experiencing, the news is just so depressing. Everyone is so angry and tired, and we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. But you know what? When you feel as if it just can't work out, if you just can't put one foot in front of the other for whatever reason, just tell yourself that some days all you need to do is show up. Just simply show up to whatever life is handing you. I promise you it takes such a load off. It just really makes you feel that you don't have to be responsible for the rest of the world. You just need to be responsible for you, and that's the you that just simply shows up to whatever life hands you. I love that phrase. Some days, all you need to do is show up. Here's one. I love this a lot. Never plan spontaneity. <laughs> so you've heard me say this perhaps in some previous podcasts, but the best auditions I ever see as a casting director is when something spontaneous happens in the audition. In other words, something unexpected, something unplanned. So the rule is you can't plan on what is going to be unplanned. Otherwise, it's not going to be genuine. So don't plan being spontaneous. Just simply allow yourself to be spontaneous. Just let it happen. Just go with the instincts that you have. So don't plan, never plan spontaneity. All right, here's another one. Use the three-take rule for self-taping. <laughs> okay, that's not necessarily like a catchphrase, but the three-take rule is so smart. It's so much healthier. Actors that tell themselves, I'm just going to keep doing this audition until I get it right, they'll never get it right. The best thing you can do for yourself as far as conditioning yourself for a callback or conditioning yourself for when you book the job and you show up on the set is just decide that you're going to do your self-tape in three takes. The adrenaline rush, the focus, the concentration, all of those things will coalesce, ooh, good word, and really help your self-tapes be really, really good. And then if you've made the decision, I'm only going to do three takes, send off the best one that you can. You're going to find that to be extremely useful for you, extremely helpful. So three-take rule. Give it a shot and let me know how that goes for you. Here's one I love uh, for actors that I say this all the time when actors are working on scenes in class, but I also think it's useful for when you're in an audition. Just hear what I have to say and then see if you can apply this. Make every scene about the other. 
If you can make every scene about the other person in the scene, it's an amazing thing that happens when you do that. Your acting gets so much better. Your choices become so rich and infused with all kinds of layers and depth. Why? Because you're not watching yourself. Why? Because you are spending the time focusing on the other. So when I say make every scene about the other, I mean, why are they behaving the way they are? Why are they acting that way? Every time you can deflect from taking your own temperature and put it into why the other person is saying, behaving, acting, feeling the way that they are feeling, your acting will get better. I promise. Try it out. Trust that note, because I think that that's going to make a significant impact on your auditions. All right, let's move away from that. Um, here's one that's kind of, it's just sort of so common sense, but sometimes it bears repeating. Tools are only useful if you use them, right? So all of the tools you have at your disposal, all of the, the work that you've done on yourself, your dancing, your singing, your mime work, your improvisational skills, all of those things are really great tools to have as an actor. But guess what? They only become useful for you if you use them on a regular basis. So if it's been a while since you've taken an improv class, now's the time. If you haven't taken a dance class in a while, go ahead, put on those tap shoes, see what it's like, keep yourself fresh, make all of those tools that you know you have ready to go when they are needed. All right, here's a phrase. These are like three phrases in a row that I've heard directors say to actors all the time. And don't go, oh, <laughs> I know. When I thought of these, I went, oh, my gosh, everybody's going to hear this and go, oh, that. But I think that they're useful. I think that they're said for a reason. I think that they're used frequently for a reason. Here's one, be in the moment. You've heard that. Anytime you are overthinking a scene or overthinking the work, or you're in an interview with an agent or a casting director or a manager, and you're watching yourself, you're watching your own behavior, be in the moment simply means stay focused on the task at hand. Stay real and present as much as you can in every interaction you find, and you're going to find yourself to be so much more connected and so grateful that you've had that in your head. That is your new mantra. Be in the moment. Here's another one. Raise the stakes. <laughs> I know. I just heard a hundred people go, oh. Raise the stakes. Make it more important than the way you're making it. Always start off in any scene. Not only is it now about the other, but it's really important that you get information about the other person. So just a little reminder, raising the stakes whenever you have an acting opportunity makes it more unique to you because it's your own life experience you're bringing to the table. Here's another one of those kinds of phrases, be active, not reflective. I can't tell you how many times I'm looking at monologues and the actor's character, the actor is portraying a character and the character is talking about or reminiscing, that's a good word, about something that happened in the past. And guess what happens? The eyes go glossy. There's this sort of passive reflective energy that goes on. That's a mistake. 
the better choice is to be active. There is a reason why you're reflecting on this past story. So make it an active reason. Who are you talking to? Why are you sharing this story with the other now? So be active, not reflective. Here's one I like a lot. Never ask, I wonder what they're looking for. <laughs> you know, actors in a waiting room. You know, I know I could do it if I just knew what the casting director was looking for. You should never ask that question. You should make decisions about how you're going to play the part. Show me, as a casting director, how you want to play the part. Don't worry about what I'm looking for. Stay focused on what is the most interesting, fun, playable choice in front of you. So never ask. I wonder what they're looking for. Trust your training. Trust your training. Oh, here's another phrase. The camera is not judging you. <laughs> Sometimes we give so much power in our Zoom auditions to the camera or when we're doing a self-tape. There's so much power. We think we're being judged. Uh, opinions are being formed. Guess what? The camera is an inanimate object. It does not make choices or decisions about you. So please remember that the camera is not judging you. Here's another phrase I want you to hang on to. I think this is really useful for you. Your uniqueness will book you the job, not your sameness. How you are unique, your unique self, your upbringing, your physicality, your spirituality, all of those things that make you you make you unique. And it is your uniqueness that will book you the job, not your sameness. Especially for film and television, start with a foundation of you first in any film or TV audition, and you're going to find that to be a really useful, helpful tool. Here's one. Talent is about giving. Career is about taking. The person who is talented, there's that sense that you're giving of yourself. That, to me, is what makes it an art form. That's what makes it such a beautiful um, I don't know. I, I just love the, the giving actor, the actor who's giving of themselves in a selfless way. But you know what? The career is about taking. Career is about what you deserve as a result of the giving. Talent is about giving. Career is about taking. All right, a few more, and then we're going to wrap this guy up. Be the actor you want to be three years from now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that again. Be the actor you want to be three years from now, now. Project ahead about where you want your career as an actor, and then perform, react, behave as if you are that actor now. Here's another one. After the audition, don't re-audition in your head. I can. This was so helpful to me, knowing that I spend so much time in my own head after the audition is over. I'm in the elevator on the way home trying to remember what I did in the audition. Such wasted energy. So after the audition, don't re-audition in your head. Move on. Move on to the next thing that's in your life because really an audition is not an event. This is another phrase. An audition is not an event. It's part of the job description. An audition is not an event. 
It is part of your job description as an actor. Here's one. Remember the joy of performance. Sometimes we forget why we want to be an actor in the first place. Reflect a moment or two about why it is that you wanted to be an actor. Remember the reasons for that and fill yourself up with those feelings that you have. And the reasons that you wanted to be an actor are really, it comes down to the joy of performance. Remember what that feels like. Here's one. If you're going to beat yourself up, use a feather. <laughs> All right, I know it may seem silly, but I can tell you firsthand that each one of those phrases that I just shared with you, each one of those has made an impact on my day. It's actually made impacts on my week. It's made impacts on my month. It's made impacts on my year. So when we can objectively observe our emotional temperature for signs of stress, uh, anger, hurt, frustration, Changing gears with a little nugget phrase can reverse our negative trajectory and help us see things differently. Can you catch a catchphrase? It doesn't hurt to try, does it? Oh, wow. That was another catchphrase. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.